0: Every single person on the planet right now as we speak is either failing, surviving, or thriving. Every single person on the planet right now as we speak, you in this auditorium, you in Los Angeles, you streaming from all around the world, every single person on the planet is either failing, surviving, or thriving. Engaging a biblical metaphor. A biblical narrative as a strong metaphor Here it is. We are either living in Egypt, the desert, or the promised land. Every single person. Every single person. You're either failing, surviving, or thriving. Here's what I am believing for in the next few minutes. First of all, not hype, not rhetoric, but by faith in the name of Jesus. After today, I am believing through the power of God that you will never live in failure again. If you are currently in the failure mode, if you're in the failure category, if you are failing right now, if you're experiencing a failing marriage, a failing mindset, failing health, failing attitude, failing reality, failing circumstances, you're about to come out of failure. The power of God is to bring you out of failure. Matter of fact, some of you right now have, you were given an 8 by 11. If you have it, lift it up. Go ahead, lift it up. You have Failure. Notice how failure and fear are interconnected. The other side of failure is fear. The other side of fear is failure. Did you get that? On the other side of fear, there is what? And the other side of failure, there is what? Some of you are in fear right now because you failed in the past. You're living in fear of the future because you failed in your past. Because you failed in your past, your marriage, your relationship, your spiritual walk failed, your career failed, your studies failed. Because you failed in the past, now you live in perpetual fear. And some of you, because of fear, fear leads you, because you're always full of fear, it leads you to failure. In the next couple of minutes, we're about to do something. It may look something simplistic, but it is a prophetic act. Every once in a while, I am driven by God to do this. And today, in the midst of this cuckoo for Cocoa Puff year, we are going to do this. In a number of minutes, not yet, don't you become a bit presumptuous here. In a number of minutes, I'm gonna ask you to take this failure, fear piece of paper, and I want you to rip it like you've never ripped anything before. Because the moment you rip it, I am declaring by faith in the name of Jesus, that failure dies in your family, failure dies in your home, failure dies in your marriage. Matter of fact, you're gonna rip it in such a way, no crazy glue or a piece of tape will be able to fix it. Because I don't want your children to be able to put it back together. I want you to break it through the power of Christ, not your own power, where never again will you live in failure, but your children and your children's children and your children's children's children will never be held back by fear or never live in failure again. If you believe God has the power to break fear, to break failure once and for all, say amen. All right, if you have it, ready? Oh, not yet, not yet, not yet. Let me just tell you, before we break failure, it is important to know why people fail. You don't read the Bible just to learn how people succeeded. You read and learn from the Word of God on why people fail. In order for us not to do what? Repeat the same mistakes. This is quick. We're not going to do this on failure forever. Here it is. Here's what we learn from the Word of God. We learn, because it's failure, survival, and thriving, and failure, survive, thrive. We begin with failure. And by the way, intentionally, we're not even, you'll see it in a second. We learn from Adam and Eve in the garden that we fail when we have conversations with serpents. Don't ever have a conversation with something you have dominion over. Don't ever permit something you have dominion over or that you have authority over to speak to you as if they were equals. You missed that. The moment you create space for something that's under you to be speaking to you, you open up the portal for failure. Don't have a conversation with something you have authority over. Meaning don't, it, the serpent is a serpent is a serpent. The moment you have a conversation with something that should be underneath your feet, it's the first step towards failure. Are you with me right now? That's what we learned from Adam and Eve. We learned from Cain that envy is a portal for failure. Don't covet your brother's blessings. When you see your brother and your sister blessed, do not become envious. Celebrate them. Celebrate them. Surround yourself with people that'll celebrate your victories. I've stated this before, let me state it again. Make sure you surround yourself with the kind of people that can handle the blessed you and the broken you. Because there are people that can handle the broken you. They could handle you when you're broken. They can handle you when you're in need. They can handle you when you're reaching out for help. But the moment you become the bless you, somehow they flip on you. And they can't handle the bless you anymore. You want to you be surrounded by the kind of people that can handle the broken you and the bless you. Are you with me? The kind of people that are with you in the valley and on the mountaintop. We learn from Cain. We, we learn from Lot's wife that we fail whenever we look back. Just repeat, repeat after me. I'm not looking back. Really, don't think back. Don't look back. Don't speak back. Don't pray back. Don't Google back. Don't text back. I said don't text back. Sometimes the devil shows up via the conduit of a text message. Sometimes the devil shows up via the conduit of a direct message. Sometimes the devil shows up on your Instagram account, your Facebook account. Y'all don't look back, don't text back, and don't respond. All the devil wants you to do is respond. Pastor Nathan talked about the power to respond. You have the power to respond and the power to ignore. If- If you want the devil to get upset, ignore him. Don't give him the time of day. Don't let him pivot you from your place of destiny and from your posture of thanksgiving. We learn from Samson that we can fail if we find comfort in the facade of beauty called deception. Be careful where you put your head. We learn from King Saul that we fail when we grieve and quench the Holy Spirit. And we learn from Judas that we fail when we think it's good enough to be in the presence of Jesus. But never permit the presence of Jesus to live in us. He hung around Jesus three and a half years and he missed it. So you could be in the presence of the divine. You could be in the presence of the glorious and still miss it if you don't permit the glorious, the divine, to invade your life. But today, that's not the subject matter. Today, here's what I believe. We're not going to focus on failure. Y'all have it? Because failure is not an option. For Christians, failure is not an option. I'm going to repeat that until it lands in your spirit. For Christians, failure is not an option. Let me repeat it one more time. For Christians, failure is not an option. For born-again believers, failure is not an option. For the redeemed of the Lord, failure is not an option. For those that have been washed by the blood of Jesus, failure is not an option. For those that are filled with the Holy Spirit, failure is not an option. Ready for this? Listen carefully. According to the Word of God, you are not a failure. According to the Word of God, you can't live in failure. Not only are you not a failure, not only are you not going to live in failure, but your children and your children's children, they will not be failures and they will not live in failure. So here it is. I want you to take this out and lift it up. Here's what I'm going to ask you to do. At the count of three, I want you to break this. But I don't want you to break it in some sort of religious act. I want you to break it like you're tired of fear, and you're tired of failure. You're saying from this moment on, I'm never going to live in fear again, and I'm never going to live in failure again. You don't need a vaccine to come out of fear. You need an encounter with the power of Jesus. Are you with me right now? You don't need a vaccine. You don't need the government to say it is safe for you to live out of fear. All you need to know is that you are under the covering of the shadow of the Almighty. That is what empowers you. So I'm gonna count to three. When I count to three, I want you to take this and I want you to rip it, but I want you to rip it like you've never ripped anything before because never again will you live in failure physically, spiritually, mentally, financially, relationally, with your integrity, with your holiness. Failure is over, not for a day, not for a year, but forevermore. Jesus died on the cross. He shed his blood so you will not be a failure and for you not to live in failure. Are you ready? So on the count of three, break this. And I am belie- Leaving, by the way, the lid is coming off your destiny. I am believing in Jesus' name, you will not die in Egypt. In the Egypt of fear or failure, you're coming out. Whatever is holding you back right now, it will be broken by the authority and the power of scripture. Never again. I'm tired of this, and I want the church. I'm gonna get in trouble. I want to speak. I want to speak to Christians all over America and all over the world, but those especially in America, we have to lead by example. If you're a born-again child of God, stop drinking the Kool-Aid. If you're a born-again child of God, I don't care what the world is telling you. We don't walk in fear. We don't live in fear. I don't pray in fear. I don't praise in fear. I don't worship in fear. I am a child of God, for God hath not given me a spirit of fear. But of power! 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 Of love and of sound! Are you ready to break it? At the count of three. One! Two! Every family who has lived in fear. Every family who has lived in failure, dysfunctional families, that ends right here, right now. You will not live in failure. You will not live in failure, and failure will not live in you. This is broken by the blood of the Lamb. Here we go. One. Here we go. Two. Oh, if the church would stand up. I don't fear losing followers. I don't fear losing donors. I don't fear losing popularity. The only fear I have in my life is the fear of the Lord. And i don't fear god i have the fear of the lord it's a different animal so get ready we're about to do this and by the way i could assure you pastor sam make it legal i say a 43:13. the bible says that if you are in god's hands you can't be failure if you're in god's hands you can't live in failure if you're in god's hands you can't even be failure for eternity to eternity i am god no one can snatch anyone out of my hand. No one can undo what I've already done. John chapter 10, verse 28 and 29. I love this. I'm here to give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. None of them, none will be snatched. None can snatch them out of my hand. And Jude 1, Now unto him that is able to keep you from what oh, yeah. and present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy yeah. hey church this is not who we are 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 this ends right here right now let the church arise let God arise and our enemies be scattered. 1 2 You think this is an illustrated sermon. It isn't. It's a prophetic act. You think like, oh, that pastor's crazy. You're about to watch the lid come off your life. You're about to walk out of here never again being held down by fear or failure. You're never going to live it. Oh, by the way, For those of you that are theologically asking, but what if I fall? Am I failing? Not if you fall in the presence of God. Not if you fall in the shadow of the Almighty. Not if you fall in the grace of God. Here we go. Failure and fear end today. Ready? One, two, three. Somebody shout like fear has been broken. Somebody prays like failure is gone. Somebody worship like the gates of hell shall not, cannot, will not, may not prevail against us. Repeat after me. Repeat after me. I will never live in failure again. I will never live in fear again. As for me and my house, we are not failures. And we will never live in failure. In Jesus' name. Now give the Lord your best shout of praise that you've given Him all day. Raise your right hand. I just got a word here. I got a word here. I just... That's broken. I'm gonna tell you, something is broke. Somebody's been fighting the fear it's an anxiety issue. You've been fighting the fear of something that doesn't even exist yet. You've been fighting things that don't even exist. It's a lie. And you have an anxiety of things that have yet to, been, to be verified. And you're fearing something that it's a lie. I'm here to tell you that today, that fear, that anxiety, broke by the authority of Jesus. Jesus. Your mind, matter of fact, you haven't done things because of the fear of outcomes that you constructed in your own mindset. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you held back from doing things. You even held back from relationships because of a fear of, and the Lord says, I just got this. Oh, I sense the Lord right now. I, this is, I need you to be vaccinated with the grace and the power of God where the antibodies of righteousness and in faith inundate every fiber and fabric of your being where every virus that comes against you will die before it enters you because you are protected fear, fear, I, I don't even I want to land this this is divine interruption we call this I I'm, 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 i don't even know I should ask. This is kind of a rhetorical question. Every year, at the end of the year, I ask the same question. This year has a different meaning. I'm going to have to ask it because it's like a requirement contractually for me to ask. If you survive something this year, raise your hand. Oh, duh. I mean, right? This is the year, like, no one should have their hand. Like, people should go, this is the year people will go like, Survivors. Survivors. Um, Right there where you're at, there are common elements that bind survivors together. Many, if not all, survivors have scars. Some visible and some not. For example, Jacob's limp, and the quintessential scars, Jesus on the cross. Your scars do not disqualify you. Your scars remind you that you are an overcomer. Your scars remind you that if God did it before, he can do it. By the way, survivors are more compassionate than those who have never been through anything. I've discovered that people who have been through something and came out are less judgmental. Am I I talking to anybody? Someone who has never been through anything, they are prone to judge. And the moment you've been through something, instead of looking down at someone, you look at them and go like, I was there. And if God did it for me, He can do it for you. And y'all know this, and I'm going to finish with survivors. I'm just going to lay on this and pray for you. Survivors praise a little different. Survivors worship a little different. Survivors preach a little different. Anybody with me right here? Survivors prophesy a little different. Survivors have a testimony that serves as proof that the devil is a liar. Isaiah 43 verse 2. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. That's why you survive. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. That's why you survive. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burnt up. The flames will not consume you. That's why you survive. Because of Romans 8.28, every detail of our lives is continually woven together to fit into God's perfect plan of bringing good into our lives. For we are his lovers who have been called to fulfill his design purpose. Survivors. Survivors. No, no. Now look. Look up here. Look up up, up, here. Put back the screen. Put back. Take away the Star Wars screen and put back Survive the Drive. Mandalorian addicts. My goodness. Survive. The problem is you can't stay there. You can't live forevermore in the desert. That's the desert. Failure is Egypt. Surviving is the desert. That's the promised land. And here you're saved. There are people that are saved that die in the desert of life. Speak to Moses. Moses was a survivor. Joshua was a thriver. And what was the difference between Moses and Joshua? Moses went into the presence of God, Exodus 33, the 10th of meeting. He spoke to God, but he came out to be with people. To do stuff. And he wanted to be around people. Joshua stayed in the presence of God. Moses saw the glory. He saw the glory. He saw the glory. Joshua carried the glory. Do you want to see the glory or do you want to carry the glory? All right. Don't die in the desert of mediocrity. Don't die in the desert of excuses. Don't die in the desert of regrets. Don't die in the desert of religious circling. I'm done. Raise your right hand. Repeat after me. As for me and my house, not only will we not fail or live in failure, but we refuse to just survive. We will not die in the desert. We will live in the promises of God. All right, stand with me. We're finished. You are standing. This is pretty awkward. Awesome. Oh. What about thrivers? What's a thriving? John 10.10. A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I've come to give you everything in abundance more than you expect. Life in its fullness unto you overflow. That's thriving. That's John 10.10. That's thriving. Ready? Try to take notes. Try to take notes if you can in your mind and your spirit. If not, get this on the podcast or on the app. Here it is. Here's what the Spirit of God gave me. I want you to hear me. Go back, go back, go back to the go back, go back to the graphic, 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 go back there it is. Survive, thrive. Watch this. Take notes in your spirit. Surviving is a temporary season. Thriving is a permanent lifestyle. To survive, you must learn to climb out of hell. To thrive, you must learn to bring down heaven. Surviving is about overcoming. Thriving is about overflow. To survive, you must fight off your enemies. To thrive, you must fight yourself off. Surviving requires grace. Thriving demands holiness. To survive, you must discover there is power in the blood of Jesus. To thrive, you must live with the certainty that there's power in the name of Christ. Surviving requires confessing and believing. Thriving requires worshiping in spirit and truth. To survive, you must ask God to forgive your sins. To thrive, you must learn to forgive those who have sinned against you. Surviving is about getting the blessing. Thriving is about becoming the blessing. To survive, you must look in the mirror. To thrive, you must look out the window. Surviving requires a clean heart. Thriving demands a renewed mind. To survive is Jacob's limp. To thrive is Jacob's ladder. Surviving is manna and water in the desert. Thriving is milk and honey in the promised land. And I declare that your days of manna and water in the desert are about to end. I declare that as for you and your house, you are about to enter the land flowing with milk and honey. I declare that your days of manna and water in the desert are about to end and you are about to step into the promised land with a land flowing with milk and honey. To survive, the glory must fill the temple. To thrive, the latter glory must always be greater than the former. Surviving is about building altars. Thriving is about tearing false altars down. To survive, you must go to the cross. To thrive, you must enter the empty tomb surviving is about the process thriving is about the outcome to survive you must learn to fight to thrive you must learn to build I'm gonna speak to you prophetically again You that have been fighting you were about to build things You've been fighting now you're about to build Let me say it again you were fighting now you're about to build I'm gonna say it again because it's gonna resonate with someone you've been fighting get ready You're about to build What you build will be inherited by your children and your children's children and your children's children's children. Your children will not inherit your fight. Your children will inherit what you build right here in the promise. Surviving. Surviving. Surviving is about you. Surviving is about you. Surviving is about you. Surviving is about you. you. But thriving Thriving is about your children and your children's children and your children's, 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 children's children. Mm-hmm. Surviving requires God to change you. Thriving is you and Christ change the world. So I want to ask you, if you right now make a commitment that not only will you not live in failure because it's been broken by the blood of Jesus, If you recognize that if you're born again, you can never live in failure or never be a failure. If you acknowledge the fact that survival is a temporary season, thriving is a permanent lifestyle, and you're not going to die in the desert with your promises and dreams in your heart. You're literally going to live and die seeing the fulfillment of God's promises. If if you are about to, if you are committed to removing the lid right now and saying, I'm not just going to survive, I'm going to thrive, raise one hand. From this moment on, if you're not just a survivor, but you're a thriver, raise both hands. This year we've been through so much, individually, collectively. We've been through so much. We're not surviving this year to step into another surviving year. We are surviving to thrive. Jesus went through the wilderness. The Israelites went through the wilderness. We all have to go through the deserts of life. But we have to end up in the promised land. Not just vertically. And that we already have through eternal salvation in Christ but even on this side of eternity so lift up both hands there's a generation of thrivers emerging who refuse to die in the desert of mediocrity you refuse to die in the desert of regrets and excuses and perpetual victimization you're going to thrive there's no lid on your purpose no lid on your destiny no lid I don't care what you've been through Whatever hell you've been through. You're going to thrive. By the grace of God and for the glory of Jesus. You're going to thrive. You're going to achieve great things for Christ. You're going to live a life that's exceedingly abundantly above all. Anything or anything. Everything you could ever imagine or ask for Ephesians 3.20. Abundant life indeed. The devil is a liar. Every lie of the enemy. Completely crushed underneath your feet. We bind and rebuke every work against you. And we declare the promises of God fully activated in you. From this moment on, you will not fail. And you will not just survive. You and your house will thrive. How many believe that? Watch this. I'm going to pass it on. My wife, who has already took an earlier flight to the East Coast to be of our family for Thanksgiving she bears witness I held hands with Pastor Ava that's what I do hold hands with Pastor Ava you find me holding hands with someone else please let me know it's not the way we roll I'm holding hands with Pastor Ava about a week and a half ago and I did this I said honey I need a breakthrough a national organization that I oversee because of COVID it has been our most difficult financial year I said, I just need, I don't want to survive. I want this organization to thrive and just change this nation and change the world. So let's come in agreement. Is this thing real or not? Heavenly Father, and we started praying. We came in agreement. In the name of Jesus. Boom, we pray. I get a call from my ED, a guy named Gary in Seattle, Zarr, pastor Sam. One of the largest non for profits in the world. Secular, not Christian. In the world whose name everyone here would recognize. I pray about this. The next I get a call. Pastor Sam, we got a call from this non for profit We get a call. What's the call about? Um, They're saying that they want to fund us for the next five years. Oh, you missed it they called us to tell us we have to fund you now we want to fund you we have to fund you like something is making us fund you like we don't even know where c- it's a secular organization they know what we believe in they know who we are and they said we know who you are we know what you believe in we know that we're not christian but we're going to give you what you need in order for you to become what you need to become oh ladies and gentlemen i'm here to tell you Get ready. God's about to resource your thriving season. God's about to resource your dream and your destiny and your purpose. Come on, if you believe that's for you, shout like you're about to thrive. Shout like a thriver. Heavenly Father, seal this message right now. In every heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit, right now, activate the thrivers, the thriving anointing. Every single person here streaming around the world, will not fail, will not just survive. For the glory of God, they will thrive. By the power of your Holy Spirit, right now, in Jesus' name, we believe it. In Je- The lid is off. The lid is off. The lid is off. I'm not going to talk about lockdowns. I'm going to talk about open heavens. We're going to talk about open heavens. Somebody shout open heavens. Somebody shout open heavens. I know we have CDC restrictions. Can you tell somebody far at least six feet away from you? Tell them open heavens upon you. No, but tell them like you believe it. Tell them open heavens upon your family. By the time you get home, you're about to see open heavens. You're about to see the blessings of God. You're about to get the call and the letter and the promotion. The lid is coming off. You get ready to thrive. If you receive the word, raise one hand. If fear and failure are broken by the blood of the Lamb Jesus, raise both hands. If you know Luke 10:19, that God has given us power over all the powers of the enemy, raise both hands and a foot. If you understand 1 Corinthians 15:57, that we are perfectly victorious at all times and all circumstances, through and with Christ Jesus, raise both hands and both feet. If you overcame everything, Revelation 12:11 by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. Jump up and maybe do a little dance and let the enemy know he can't do anything to stop your purpose. Are there any thrivers in the house? We're done. Hey guys, this is the book from Survive to Thrive. It's all biblically, every chapter, biblically substantiated. So it's not hype, it's not... It's from the Word of God. It's a bunch... You've heard... It's a bunch of Pastor Sam's sermons all in one book, in one meta-narrative. And this entire series, I have great news by the grace of God. We received notice a little bit over 24 hours and the book came out. It became a number one Amazon bestseller. And, and on a, n- a number of other lists, it be- this number one seller And uh, by the grace of God, not just a bestseller, but number one seller. And that's God. That's God. I mean, that's God. That's just God's favor going. People need to hear this message coming out of this COVID-19 pandemic. So pick up your copy. I'm gonna be in the back signing books. If you want a copy, pick it up. And we're still doing this April. Don't get a heart attack on me. Just, just trust me here. Let not your heart be troubled. No, but we don't. The list, the, the lid. Please, the lid. Please, please, no lid, no lid. Armando, please, pretty, please, no lid. Here it is. So if you if you purchased a copy already on Amazon and you show the screenshot, they're gonna give you a book for you to give away free for Christmas for someone else. If you already purchased one on Amazon, if you haven't purchased one on Amazon, purchase one now. Go to Amazon.com, purchase it, and we'll give you a book free for you to give it out as a Christmas gift. Only that's a commitment as a witness tool. So people, people that you know that are failing or surviving and need to thrive. And if you haven't purchased anything on Amazon and you just want to get a copy, you can pick up a copy and purchase one day, and I'll sign it. I'll sign the copies. I'll be back there signing copies. I'm not going to be wearing a mask. You should be wearing a mask. I won't be. I already went through this journey. I have the antibodies to prove it. So if anybody has any questions, why is Pastor Sam not wearing a mask? Yes, the blood of Jesus, amen. And, and the fact that I have antibodies, ladies and gentlemen. So I was asymptomatic, but I already went through the journey, and we're great. And I wouldn't put anyone in harm's way. But here it is. I'm going to be signing back there. We love you. We bless you. This Wednesday, we want you to stay home and spend time preparing the turkey dinner and Thanksgiving dinner, or whatever you do in your cultural context. And enjoy time. We will not have a, Bible, a midweek Bible study this Wednesday, but we will be back on Sunday. I'm traveling back from Pennsylvania Saturday to be with you on Sunday. And we're going to have an incredible time together here Sunday. Bring your relatives that are staying over the weekend three to five pounds heavier. Bring them. There's no anointing here for immediate weight loss. There's not. But bring them for them to enjoy the Word of God. It's going to be amazing next Sunday. Amen. We love you. We bless you. Have a great Thanksgiving. One final note. When you have Thanksgiving dinner and you're holding hands, hopefully you do this, and you pray, let me encourage you to do something a little bit different. Give God thanks, but can you take one minute of silence just thinking about the families who have lost loved ones this year and just Some that just got on a faster highway, on the Autobahn to heaven. We just want to honor and respect and pay tribute to those that got ahead of us in eternity. We love you. You're the best church on the planet. You're streaming around the world. You're the best streaming audience on the planet. We love you. May the strength of the Father, the grace of the Son, the anointing of God's precious Holy Spirit make this week the best week of your life. Hey, new season, let's do one thing together and I mean it for the glory of Jesus ask Thrivers are you ready? let's go change the world we love you, God bless you, God keep you let's do this